0: Welcome to the Next Greatest Thing podcast, powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. This podcast is a place where we come together with electric experts and dedicated operators to discuss current co-op events, leading-edge technologies, and communicate with AVECC members. We are Arkansas Valley Electric, changing the communities we serve. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of The Next Greatest Thing, a podcast brought to you by Arkansas Valley Electric. In today's episode, we will be shining our employee spotlight on Zach Pettis. Good afternoon, Zach. Hey, Brandon. Everything going good? It's going pretty good, man. Good, good. glad that you uh, took the time out to join us. I know you're a busy man, started a new job that we're going to get into later, so... I know your time is important to you, so thanks for taking a little bit of us, a uh, little bit out, and visiting with us today.
1: Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity.
0: So um, let's just start out. Talk a little bit about your journey at the cooperative and and what your careers look like here to this point.
1: It's been a journey, that's for sure. I uh, I spoke with Barry and in the interview for the position that you were talking about, and we touched on that a little bit. And um, Arkansas Valley Electric is. Impacted me a lot through the years. I started when I was 20, so uh, up to 28 now, and um, been a lot of change. I, I look back on my life, and I, I think the, the management and stuff that we've had here has helped me grow as a person and as an employee through the years, so it's it's been great. It's been very good.
0: So, do you start like most linemen? Do you start on right away? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, started on right away. Mm-hmm. I believe if uh, memory serves me right, I worked there for about eight years, and Fell into the, the construction uh, rotation, which we worked from crew to crew for um, several years there and spent the last two years or so working for Jason Kelly. And uh, it's been, I've loved it. Loved every day of it.
0: That's awesome. So um, who was who did you work under on the right-of-way for those eight months?
1: Uh, Mike Ford and Dave Kendrick. We, we didn't have two separated crews then. We would just kind of gather up from day to day and assess the workload and then they would divide us up. So I worked for both of the right-of-way foremans.
0: So did did you enjoy the right-of-way or was it a good day that w- when you were f- off of it?
1: I I didn't dislike it and I enjoyed it, which, you know, uh, that's a little bit of my history too is uh, chainsaws and cutting timber and stuff like that's always been fascinating to me. So I didn't dislike the work at all, but it was certainly a promotion to – move on to, to what I aspired to be with the uh, Arkansas Valley.
0: So what was your favorite thing about building line? Did you like the everyday work orders or the going and, and restoring power during storms or what was kind of your favorite part about the, the line work? Uh,
1: my favorite part about it was probably the diversity of it. I mean, I really, I, I enjoyed all aspects of it and it, you know, people that seek out the trade world were' we're not assembly line workers, you know we we want change we want something new we want something different so uh the way that things have always been it's it's always a mixture you know every every week is different every day is different and uh um, i enjoyed all the aspects of it you know you you'd might would be getting kind of bored with work orders and then you know the management's always been good to mix it up with some pole change outs or you know maybe a, a big job a conversion or something here and there that um keeps everything I guess you could say kind of new.
0: Yeah. So we, we talked a little bit about in the introduction that you just took a new job. You want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I've been uh I've been blessed with the opportunity to to serve the the cooperative as a serviceman. and uh just just getting my feet wet in it. So we we're up to uh 3 weeks and a couple of days now so far and I I've, I've done it in the past. I was actually I worked with Bobby Standard for about 9 months on a service truck. Uh, pretty close to when I came off a of right away on to construction and uh, I didn't really see myself as a serviceman at my age but um, I do feel that it's been a, a promotion and so far I've enjoyed it it's definitely it's busy it's uh, dealing with the public dealing with the members you're little bit more mental work than the physical but it's been good to me so far
0: that's awesome so you were educating jenkins and i on on serviceman work um before we hit the record button so explain kind of how the areas are drawn up there's four servicemen in the ozark district and then a little bit of about the kind of work a serviceman does
1: Okay, so they just uh, assign us to uh, an area, and mine is the Ozark North, so I have everything from Mulberry Creek all the way to Clarksville, and then south to the river and, and north as far as we go, and uh, once when you work in your area, you'll of course get all the outages in that area for the day, so you know, that, that can be eventful and, at days, and then sometimes you might not have one all day long, and uh, other than that, it's... It's really a mixture of work as well. You uh, you may work uh serviceman. I want to tell you guys something. I had a guy tell me when I went to Guatemala a couple years ago, I ran into a man that was a serviceman, and he preferred that you called it light construction. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, that's kind of what it is. And some days it is. It's uh, literally light construction. You'll work on all the street lights, and then other days you may be fixing various things, different um uh, worked on lightning arresters or we've had a trouble with a line you may go out and try to figure out what's going on what's causing it and then of course um, the meter swaps and dealing with any kind of non-payments disconnects connects you, you get all that stuff as well
0: so this is something i've kind of wondered and you're the perfect person to ask this so obviously you've described what your day looks like as a serviceman but say that we have a storm that rolls through, does your job go back to now I'm going to go out and work on the line, or does a serviceman during a big storm have a different role?
1: You would uh, you would basically work in that situation as any any journeyman lineman. Uh, you would be, you know, like you were asking if I had a, a bucket truck, Barbara, and, you know, I, I would have a bucket truck in a big storm, and uh, Steve Griff puts a... helper with me I'd have probably my duty partner with me so we would be a a two-man team and if we pulled up on some line down and we were able to isolate it and ground it and get everything ready to put it back up you know me and him would put it back up so it's not so much uh, live line work like construction but as far as uh, in the storm scenario you know yeah, a service man would work just as any other journeyman Uh, if you're working you'll work in your area of course so, you may have uh, some other guys out there kind of helping you, and you might do you know a little bit of coordinating people to go and here or there they may ask you questions because you'd have a little bit more familiarity than some because you work in that area every day
0: hopefully we we don't have to deal with that this spring, Zach.
1: I, I hope not. that's the plan
0: so how does your job as a serviceman impact the cooperative? as a whole
1: uh one of i'd say probably the most impactful things that a service position has a serviceman position or light construction would be uh dealing with the public you know you're you're out there dealing with the members you're knocking on the doors you're you're talking to people um you wouldn't believe how many people will flag you down or you'll stop at a gas station or something or be sitting on the side of the road eating your lunch and they'll talk to you so there's a lot of public relations, a lot of uh, dealing directly with the, the people so I'd say that that would would certainly be one of the impacts of it.
0: I've always said you know I've been in the member service part of of Arkansas Valley for several years now and, and it it was I learned very quick that everyone here is a member service representative and it's interesting that you say that that was kind of a change for you. Has it been an adjustment? Because I guess when you're on the line, you don't run into the members nearly as much as you do when you're at their house or you're fixing an outage or you're out in the public as much as you are. Was that a big change?
1: It's been, it's been a change for sure. You know, the, if you're on construction, they can, they're, they're aware that you're coming and you're there generally to hook up a new house or a new service for them. And they're kind of glad to see you. And so far that's been the case with uh, maintenance as well. But, it's, it's kind of unannounced visits, so you kind of uh, see a little different side of people. But uh, I've, I've told people before, and I'm sure you know this, like I said, working in member services, we've, we've got a great, uh, a great area. Uh, there may be a bad one sprinkled here and there, but, well, I'll just tell you this. It, it kind of explains it well. The first week that I was working as a serviceman, uh, I ran into a guy, moved in from California, and we sat there and visited and talked about some things became pretty good friends and you know he was like well here take take these snacks for the rest of your day you know gave me some snacks and went on to the next one and a farmer he was needing his place disconnected to work on some of his main his main breaker and some stuff and he's like man do you need any farm fresh eggs i was like well yeah yeah sure you know here i'll i'll, I'll take a dozen and just gave me a dozen eggs you know and it's just yeah. like a uh you just meet meet a lot of great people meet a lot of friends uh the short time that i've done it i've I've made several friends
0: yeah, that's awesome. That's a perfect story. Um, so I know we've talked a little bit about this, but but when you come to work every day, kind of what is your general idea of what what you're going to do for that day?
1: The general idea. Uh, so that would be. It varies so much. I, I couldn't really tell you.
0: Let Let me re Let me rephrase. What what is the day that you hope happens?
1: Uh, I'm pretty easy to please, you know, Um, I like to stay busy if, if that's kind of, you know, um, the workload kind of varies from day to day. And, um,
0: so is, are a lot of your service orders pre-planned? Like, so when you start the day, do you like, no man, I got to get to these six service orders and then sprinkle some outages in there? Or is it a whole lot of, Hey Zach, we've had a member call in and, and they have some stuff that needs tended to, to at their house.
1: It's try They try to make it all pre-planned. Cause you know, I mean, everybody likes to know what their workload is going to entitle for the day and yeah. then you can route it out and plan it how you want to. But, um, what I have seen in my experience with the service serviceman position and even with working with Bobby in the past, it changes, man. <laughs> so, you know, you you can have what you would think would be a picture perfect day and you'll think, oh, I've got this picture perfect route. And we do, we prioritize some work. Um if you have something, check a service that's been disconnected for non payment, or you have a, a disconnect for an electrician to to work on a house, well clearly this guy's gonna want the disconnect done early. And, you know, this over here can wait until later on in the day. So you get all this stuff in your head and you're, oh, I'm going to go here and then I'm going to pick this one up and then I'm going to make me a perfect route here and then they'll throw an outage on you. Or that member will call in with something that's urgent and you'll have to throw all your route out the window. And, you know, you have to to tend to things on the level that they need to be.
0: Got to be prepared to be fluid, it sounds like. So, if there's one thing about your job that you would want our members to know about what it's like to work at Arkansas Valley, what would you tell them?
1: Oh, that's kind of a difficult one. Um, you know th- this is uh this is the opportunity of a lifetime that I've been blessed with the, the ability to work here. So, I mean, this is this is truly a great place, and um, I, I feel like anybody who had the opportunity to work with us i mean it would be uh, the the chance of a career of a lifetime and it's just a it's an awesome work environment with great people and uh, everybody keeps talking about these employee spotlights you know we all mention the family and that's really what it is and you know i've 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 talked to uh, a lot of my superiors about it and we spend a lot of time with each other you know it's it's a brotherhood it's a it's a band of brothers and Forty hours a week is kind of the minimum for us, you know. A lot of times it's a lot more than that. So, um, I guess I would like I would like the public to know that you know that's our their their best wishes are are achieve, our goals to achieve. You know we we enjoy the service that we're able to provide, and I, I hope that they would know that.
0: Good. All right, that's the easy stuff. Time for the lightning round. tettis i don't know if you were warned about this i saw it
1: i saw it down there at the bottom i'm I'm not real (laughs) sure about when when you ride anything we'll be asked live surprised
0: (laughs) yeah we didn't want you to walk in totally blind but just to be somewhat prepared for questions that you know nothing about so uh we started off easy what's uh what's that favorite work snack it's not. It might be before lunch or after lunch. Need a little something to get you through. What's that? What's the snack look like?
1: Oh man, I'm a granola bar guy.
0: There you go. What dark, kind?
1: Dark chocolate, uh, peanut, and almond. Nature, mm. Nature Valley.
0: Not not a bad choice at all.
1: You thought it was going to be like a Twinkie or something, didn't you? <laughs> no, no. I th-
0: I thought you would be more of a like a peanuts guy. <laughs> yeah. Peanuts and a Coke, maybe. But no, the granola bar is nice. That's nice. Um, so. And if, if I if I'm wrong on this, we can edit this out. But I feel like you've done weddings before. Is that correct? I've I've done one one wedding. Were you nervous? Yeah. So do you preach a little bit?
1: Yeah, I do. Yep i've um, I've been at that for about uh, ten years. Wow, It's crazy, isn't so, yeah, it? it is. So how did you get into that? Uh, Pretty wild deal, actually. Uh, it's it's kind of the typical ministry story. You know, I, I wasn't raised in any sort of anything like that, any public speaking just absolutely terrified me even more than this podcast. <laughs> you know, you just scared me to death to, to think about talking in front of people and found myself uh, going to church a little bit here and there. And said I, I could tell you guys the whole story about it, and I'll cut it down quite a bit. So I found myself uh, in church on Wednesday nights. And we were watching videos, and uh, and I was working for Arkansas Electric at the time. I was wore out, tired every Wednesday, and they'd put a video on up there, and it bore me to death. You know, I was sitting over there. I'll just tell you, I was practically dozing off in church. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so just one day, I was like, man, I could, I think I could teach a Wednesday night lesson. So I I kind of asked some of the men there about it, and they were like, yeah, you know, we would we would love for you to do that. So, I remember stuttering up there through that, scared to death, white knuckled. You know, couldn't get a word out for all the the nerves. Got through it, and had a a wonderful support group, and it just kind of snowballed from that. And you know, said I, I look back on that, and it, it's kind of funny now. I, mean, I still go to that place once a month and preach. But so, so do you preach
0: every weekend? Yes, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Where at?
1: I- I, I actually, what I do is uh, I travel in the Church of Christ to uh, to different areas. So I'm, I'm kind of like, I guess you'd call it more so an evangelist, a traveling minister. Everywhere that I go has somebody else that preaches. I just come in and kind of break the monotony up a little bit, give them a break. And uh, a lot of why I do that is because of this job. You know, that way I'm not fully committed somewhere. And storm or something hits on a, a Sunday and I have to work know they're not left without somebody to, to step up and preach now are are you did you go to ozark high school no, no I, i'm from the mountains brandon where at <laughs> i went to oark until i was in sixth grade and then finished out school at deer
0: antlers baby
1: mm-hmm. you know where it was yeah at, absolutely man. i'm proud yeah. of you for that um
0: we actually went to oark to recognize a couple of their basketball players um they were the, they were our last That's um right. uh, uh student athletes of the week yep um, but kind of a side story. My my wife has a friend that went to school at Deer Antlers, so I can tell you a little bit about that. After we they yep. met, they met in college. She's a cool, she's a cool cat. So this is my this I think is my second favorite question that I get to ask all the guys outside because it's it's a fun one and it's going to follow. It's going to be followed by the my favorite question, but first. Um, being on the line crew, you've traveled uh, probably all around our service territory. What is the favorite diner or dive that uh, you like eating at when you're out?
1: Man, I, I can see why you like that question. It seems like there's a little association with linemen and a good place to eat.
0: Yeah, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. I like a good place, too.
1: I've, I've tried some of these out that y'all said, actually. Oh, man, that's, I'm actually... I'm actually a eat out of my lunchbox guy, except on Fridays. So Fridays is a big treat for me, and we would the crew would usually go out and eat somewhere. but it's hard to pin down a favorite.
0: Not a favorite, just one. Maybe one that's just coming to your mind. That's like, man, that's a good place to eat. I'll
1: tell you what's been the favorite uh, recently has been the CC's Pizza down there in Russellville. Oh, there you <laughs> go. That's, said, that's out know. of nowhere. That's, that's basic as it gets, but I'm telling you, dude, it is hard to pass up a good all-you-can-eat pizza buffet. What under five bucks, probably right? Oh, you know, increase times. Yeah, the
0: five. But what was five bucks is now twelve. And there you go. <laughs> it, we have to. We have to say CC's is not a sponsor. Correct, yeah, Jenkins.
1: Oh, right. I've had some good food from like the, the owls down there in, in Altus will nope. be one of them. Owls roost. Like, yep. Owls roost. That's good. I've had some good burgers in there. You can't beat the owls roost. Know. That's no joke. Yep. So that, that's even in my service territory now, pretty close to it. So
0: owls roost is no joke. So now to my favorite question, if your life depended on it, Zach, and you, there was a 16 ounce steak with all of the fixings and, you had to put your life on another person that works here eating that in a certain amount of time. Who are you? Who are you giving that um, to,
1: dude? That's easy. I, I thought you were going to work this up to <laughs> something hard. That's easy. I've got him, Blake Doster. Oh, new Hands one, down. a Hands new one down. You would think it would be Jamie Bateman. I'm telling you, <laughs> uh, Blake Doster will out eat Jamie Bateman ten to one. I, I feel like we're building up
0: to a contest, Jenkins. Absolutely. So so we've had a Doster entry now. Yep. We've had a couple Dunkels, I think. Oh, Dunkle would be good. I didn't think about him. And then we've had a whole lot of Batemans. Yeah. <laughs> a whole lot of Batemans. <laughs> All right, last one. You like to fish a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, this was a perfect lead-in, unattended. Who's catching more fish, you or Doster? Oh, man, that's probably Doster. Mm. Who who's the best? Who is the best fisherman in the place?
1: Just ask ask who has more patience, (laughs) because that's really what fishing is mostly about. Uh, I don't know. We we've got a bunch of the guys down here are kind of into the fishing, and um, the sun shines on all of us every once in a while. So it'd be hard to say who is the best.
0: You like crappie fishing the best?
1: No, I kind of like uh, I do a little both crappie and bass fishing but bass fishing isn't my favorite hobby
0: cool cool had any luck this year yet or been able to go any
1: i have went some i'm actually going friday so send me some some good luck it's my son's birthday and i'm taking him to the lake and we're spending the day friday fishing i'm
0: going to guess whether you catch a fish or not that's going to be a great trip Oh yeah, that'll be a great trip
1: well zach that's all we have is there anything you want to add no, thank you guys again. I appreciate the opportunity and the the time to to do this podcast. It was a pleasure.
0: Congrats on the new gig and and best of luck. Twenty eight years old, you still got a lot of time. So so I hope it's all good.
1: Uh, I think it will be. Uh, you know, like I said, you you can't predict the future, but looking back on the past, you know, it, this has been a, a great opportunity, and I'm, I'm excited to see what the future's got to hold.
0: All right. Well, for Zach Pettis, producer, Barbara Jenkins, I'm Brandon Fisher, asking everyone until next time to stay safe. Thank you for listening to The Next Greatest Thing, powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. Make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MyEnergyAVECC. Visit our website at www. Dot dot com. We hope to see you down the line.